This show was first broadcast on Free FM 89.0, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access radio station. For more information on our station and our wide range of programs, visit freefm.org.nz. You're listening to Free FM 89, the free breakfast with Mark Bunting. Good morning, it is Thursday morning, the 10th of May, uh, 7.41, 19 minutes, oh, oh no, oh yeah, 18 minutes to wait. It's lovely to have you here, and uh, the good thing is, doing an extra day, uh, you know, once in a wee while, you get to talk to Max again. Max is on the on the phone yesterday, I think we solved the um, we solved the entire issue of uh, marijuana legalisation. G'day mate, how are you? Good morning. Yeah, it seems like it was only yesterday, doesn't it? <laughs> Strange that, isn't it? It's weird. This, what do they call it? Amnesia vu. I'm sure I've forgotten that before somewhere. <laughs> hey, so okay, I've, I've got a feeling. I, I think I know where this goes. Now, listen. I just what I do need to do here is um, is is put this out here. Um, yep, it's pretty common knowledge. I'm a Hamilton City Councillor, but on the show I speak for myself and I don't speak on behalf of the council. But I'm also going to be kind of careful in this, if you don't mind, because uh, I think I know where you're going to go if you've been following social media lately. Uh, yeah, and I think the important thing is is uh, there is a difference, I think, between professional opinion and personal private opinion, and I think it's great that you're making that distinction quite clear. Yeah, 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 but I, I still can't stop being me, and I probably will say erroneous stuff, so good luck, everybody. Here we go. <laughs> let's, let's rip into it. <laughs> so, okay, so look, the 10-year plan, we're at, we're at the moment, the council is uh, in this stage um, where there are submissions have rolled in, a record number of submissions, about uh, 2,500 submissions have come in. Um, that hasn't been that big since, I think, the, the rubbish um, proposal went out. Um, but, you know, the, the threat of a, of a monstrous rates rise is probably going to do that to you. And uh, plus the council staff have been actually brilliant in putting out, um, putting out messages to get people to submit. So there's been a huge amount of submissions, but it's not without its snafus. I would say right now, Mark, and let me lay this on the line real thick. Uh-oh. And I don't, I don't think the council and councillors and the communications department uh, up there is going to like what I'm going to say. I'm, I'm at the back the of the submission. I've got my bike helmet on. Yeah, stand well back, mate. Look, the <laughs> submissions process is a crock. Can we just make it absolutely perfectly clear? It is an absolute crock. When you're getting, what, 2,000 submissions out of a ratepayer base of how many homes in, in Hamilton? No, about 50, it's a grand, yeah. abject, absolute failure. And if I had anything to do with city council, I would sack the entire communications department and get them out of their jobs. If you can't get people to submit on the 10-year plan after everything that's gone down with uh, uh, the mayor and the unpopularity with his decisions about a 19% rates hike, with Richard Briggs and all of the issues about saying one thing and then completely flip-flopping worse than we did yesterday on dope, I mean, this thing is a crock. And if you go back to some of the comments made by Margaret uh, Evans, former mayor, uh, with 3FM, with Kelly from the Tron, I think you'll find that it's well known that the consultation process is simply a box-ticking exercise for the bureaucrats and council to try to get their own way. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to throw some, some, some novice idealism at you there. I, I don't see it that way, I, you know, and I don't share that view entirely. And, and maybe after about another 20 terms in there, I might be a bit more cynical. But, I, you know, those, those, when we voted on the budget or the draft 10-year plan, or when council voted on the draft 10-year plan a little while ago, it was to put it out to consultation. And that, and that was the basis of my votes. For example... Um, I can put my hand on my heart and say that Central City Park, you know, I'm neither here nor there on it. In fact, I'm not in, in love with that idea at all at this stage, right? But 
I thought it's not fair if it doesn't go out in the plan that the community doesn't get a good chew on it. Now, I'm perhaps a little bit more optimistic at this stage that I, I think, look, you know, all you can do is ask people to have their say. And, you know, I, for one, I'm sitting there reading these consultations or these submissions, and there's some really good ideas in there. There's, there's people who are suggesting things that I could never even dream of, and I think, you know what, there's actually some really good oil in there. But the other thing is, too, Max, in a community... Um, there's only a certain amount who want to have their say. There's only a certain amount who actually give a rat's about council. Then the rest of them just want to get on with their lives. I, I think in part, and let me spell it for you, C-R-O-C, croc, <laughs> is that what goes on with this thing is that it's being used then as a mandate for council to go and do what it's going to do, right? So what I want to say is let's go back to, what is it, 2008. Mm. What the hell was in the 10-year plan then, right? Now, if you come forward... The point I'm, I'm going to make, and this is the, the serious part of the discussion, yeah, yeah. and I've, I've written this, you know, several times. The thing that really concerns me about local body politics is it is simply an extension of national politics. Mm. And that is what Wellington says you do. It doesn't mean it doesn't give any leeway for local residents to have a say in what's going down because the requirement for the ten-year plan is a statutory requirement. But You're just I'm... ticking boxes because that's what Wellington wants. Yeah, I, what I, I want to say is. Let's forget what Wellington wants and find out what Hamilton people want. And that's not been happening. It doesn't happen in Auckland. doesn't happen in Hamilton. doesn't happen in Mount. doesn't happen in Levin. We've all got dysfunctional councils. And the reason why we have dysfunctional councils is because Wellington interferes in the priorities on the ground in those towns. Uh, so if you go back to 2008, what were the priorities then? I won't disagree. Oh, I think it's to get a car race going as fast as you can around Franklin, if I remember right. <laughs> I, I won't disagree with you on the fact that uh, that central politics plays a huge part. It definitely has an influence. And and, and I'll give you an example of this. Um, I know a councillor, um, um, I'm trying to speak in the third person, whose name rhymes with Kark Munting, right, who tried to get affordability into the special housing areas. Okay, when that first came out, these, these SHAs, these fast-track housing things that the council's trying to do. And I uh, put up my hand and said, hey, listen, let Let's try and get 20% in there. Now, I only got, I think, one or two councillors' support on that one. Everyone else said, no, no, too hard, too hard, too hard. Labor government comes in and says, we want 40% affordability uh, in those housing areas. And, uh, and our mayor comes in and says, yes, that's the greatest idea in the history of the world. And I thought, what's changed? Only who said it. That's, you know, exactly. So there is, yes, I, do, I do agree that it is flawed in a certain way. But here's the question to you, Max. What's a better idea? What's a better idea? You know, you know I have written this as a better idea, Mark, in the column in the Waikato Times, which, as you know, is my hidden agenda for being on here this morning. <laughs> on page um, such and such on us, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I might have said that issue. Uh, is that I think what, where we've got to with this thing, and I've said it several times, is that we need to drain the swamp. But I've modified that a little bit now because we've seen Trump drain the swamp and all yeah. he did was fill it with his own friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what I'm saying now is don't drain the swamp, remove the swamp, because what's going on is we're having a council that, to a certain extent, wants to be seen to be um, answerable and accountable to the public, but they're not. And let me go here. The hustings right now are, is on for mm. next year's election for the mayor. Let me tell you now, I'm announcing that Angela O'Leary is going to stand for the mayor of Hamilton. She is positioning herself as the mayor incumbent in waiting once everyone says, Andrew King, get out of our lives, please, just go away. So Angela is now uh, presenting herself as the solution to the very problem that she was responsible for in the previous administrations Ooh. that go back 10 years. I'm just going so to for me... I'm just going to put me, the waiver in the here issue. again. There's, there's, I'm just going to put the waiver in here again. All right, this is, this is a, a personal opinion being expressed. Go on, Max. Yeah. 
I mean, that's the issue here, is, is I think we're just going round and round and round. If you go back, for example, and you look at the Braithwaite administration, Michael Redner was supposed to be the saviour on the white knight coming in to save the city from the incompetence of the Braithwaite administration. What happens? We get the V8s, we get Claudin. So then we have Bob Simcock, who's then replacing Michael Redman. What happens? We get the same thing going on and on and mm. on and on. Yeah. So yeah. we get to the point now, 10 years later, with the 10-year plan, we've got another 10-year plan that hasn't looked back to find out the part of the 10-year plan 10 years ago was indeed to get the V8s going and to build Claudlands and then to do Hood Street. And I'm saying enough is enough. Yeah, okay. Well, how many 10-year plans do we need? So how do you get someone, and, and I've, I've asked a similar question myself, how do you get someone in there who's going to uh, United Town and is going to um, you know is going to want to do it in the first place? Because in, in Hamilton, for one, a uh, seems to be a local sport, and that is replace your council, replace your mayor. That seems to be a hunting season every three years. Um, it is, you know, and and the, and the real shame, Mark, is there are good people. Yes, there are. There are good people in council. Yourself, Chief Taylor, uh, Paula Southgate. There are good people. I think doing good work. But the problem is not the people, and I've said this uh, to Kelly from the Tron, it's not the people. It doesn't matter how engaged you are with the people. It is that the issues that are coming up over and over and over again are being driven by Wellington. Mm. And as a result of this, like the 10-year plans, the long-term plans, you spend so much time doing these documents that are statutory requirements of the Act that you don't actually do the damn work on the ground. And you have these ridiculous public consultation documents that have 2 or 3% returns from a huge ratepayer base. And then if you've looked at the feedback, people are really concerned that they took no, and it means yes. Yeah, that is, the, yeah, there we go, and we're back to that snafu. But hey, listen, on that, I am going to pull the wear out of time card uh, and move on. But great hearty discussion. Fills my heart with dread for the next uh, 18 months. <laughs> but uh, but also awesome to have you on, Max, and uh, appreciate your frankness, mate. It's really good. Now you can, well, okay, can, what, can what, I just say, you can, you can read some more on Saturdays, why can I <laughs> Why did you do that with a big cheesy radio voice? That scares me. All the best, Max. Cheers. Thank you. It's um, uh, Oops, wrong button. It's Max Christopherson on uh, Free FM on eighty nine point zero. For more episodes of this community access radio show, please visit freefm.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand on Air for making this podcast possible by funding the Access Internet Radio Project.